Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Chats in the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host. Today I'm chatting with Noelle and Simone, part of the co-owners of Sassoul Cafe here in Raleigh, North Carolina. There's a very important reason why this is a little bit off book and off my normal schedule programming. It's because they're hosting a relief effort to assist the victims of the explosion in Beirut. If you're not aware of that explosion, it happened on August 4th. A massive explosion hit Beirut and a large part of the city became rubble and many lives were lost. They actually have um, family in Beirut because they are of Lebanese origin. And so I felt it was very important to not only talk about why it's important to help people in other countries other than the United States, even though the United States is struggling right now, but also the generosity of man. So you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. of chats from the blog cabin um i don't normally do them on thursdays and in the morning but for these two ladies i've made a special um addition because they're doing a really great thing for the people that were involved in the explosion in beirut and so girls why don't you introduce yourselves hey everybody so i'm simone and i'm noelle and we're from susul mediterranean cafe and we have uh a location in Cary, which we're we're stationed at right now, and then we have our Raleigh location, um, and it's a family business. My dad came from Lebanon, um, so we we run it all together as a family. Serve lots of healthy food. Yes, I I was on Tabletop Media, Kristen from Tabletop, and I talked about how I love your jalapeno hummus. That is like my favorite of all time. I could make a dinner just out of the hummus itself. <laughs> We could yeah. too. We could too. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> and I'm doing strictly keto right now, but I was so break the keto diet for the pita bread as well. Yeah. Well, it, once you're off the keto diet, we we have actually several keto options. Uh, but once you're free from the diet, you know, it, it'll be a nice treat to come back to the, the full variety that we have. Yes. So let's talk about the explosion. Let's talk about that first. Yeah, so so last week um, in the port of Beirut, so Beirut is the capital of Lebanon, um, there was a very large explosion of ammonium nitrate that was, it was left in um, a, a large freight uh, ship, and it actually had been there for about six years. It had been neglected. Um, it had kind of been bailed on by the people that were running it, and they just left all the contents in the ship. Um, I believe there was a little bit of negligence as far as the government, you know, not having the the freight 
uh, ship yeah, taken, taken care, of. care of or removed, you know, from the port. Um, but l- the beginning of last week, uh, it caught fire and um, it exploded and it devastated over two miles um, in the immediate radius of, uh, of Beirut. Uh, I know that the pressure shock was felt even we had six miles out. Yeah, we contacted uh, several of the people that we spent time with during our Sasul Roots trip last year. And um, there was even a, a village um, about 45 minutes away from Beirut. The, the doors were blown off the house. So just to kind of um, explain the, the impact, it was huge and very quick and not expected at all. Wow. So was anybody in your family affected by it at all? Or is it just friends that you met along the way? We have um, like extended family that like second cousins and, um, you know, like my dad's cousins that live in Beirut. Um, But thankfully they were safe. Yeah, they were at their, um, because of COVID, you know, a lot of work has stopped in Lebanon as well, um, or it's all work from home. So they have a home in, in our hometown village and they've actually been staying there since March. So usually they would be right in Beirut, um, but you know things things were were in their favor. Yeah. Why was it important for you guys to step in and assist the victims? What was that? Why was it important for you guys to assist the victims to step up and say, hey, "We need to do Well, I mean, we, being that our dad is from Lebanon, you know, we obviously have strong ties with the country. Um, you know, and we, we just, me and Simone and my dad visited just last April. And, you know, we, we visited Beirut, but we also visited many different places in Lebanon. And we really made a connection with the people there and, you know, the food and the life. And we, we absolutely love it. Like, it's so close to our heart now. Um, and it, the culture and the flavors found there, I mean, it influences everything that we do here at the restaurant. And so, you know, I mean, it just it just hit really close to home for us. We felt like, you know, we have to do something. We, as a company, we support lots of local causes, and then, you know, why not this this international cause? Yeah. So, what is Bethel doing now to support the international causes? So, we're doing we're doing two things. Tomorrow, Friday, um, we are donating a portion of our sales from the Raleigh and Cary locations. Um, that will go directly to UNICEF. Uh, that's they have a station in Lebanon. Um, they're trying to help the kids that are displaced from their homes. Their homes have been knocked down, you know, destroyed, caught fire. Um, they're directly trying to help the children. But also during this catastrophe, uh, one of their major goals is getting clean water to end. Oh, I think we lost you guys. I lost the last part of it. Oh, uh, let's see. So, so UNICEF right now is trying to specifically help the children as well as getting clean water uh, to the to citywide to everyone affected, um, which is huge since the blast. You know, there's a lot of ash. There's places destroyed. Um, homes are destroyed. Schools are are gone. Um, so, finding giving some funds to um, speed up the stability and the rehabilitation of the city is very important. So you said a, a portion of your proceeds 
for tomorrow? Is it just tomorrow? Or can that's come right. That's, that's when we're doing uh, like a portion of our sales for the day. So we're hoping to be able to donate a good chunk of money tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But the second thing that we're doing is um, we're asking every single customer that comes through the line um, if they'd like to round up their total. So, I mean, we're doing that today at both locations and we will continue doing that. I don't think a couple of weeks. Yeah. We haven't set like an end date for it. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we will um, be able to donate a good chunk of money from tomorrow, but uh, we will also, you know, be continuing this process for the next couple of weeks. And I'm not quite sure what to expect because we've never done that kind of roundup process before yeah. this is the first time so i don't i don't know how much it'll generate but i think it's going to be yeah. really good we're hoping we're hoping that you know i mean we know every little bit counts yeah we're hoping that the totals you know start accumulating and it becomes something substantial right um we do so we realize that a lot of people can't be here just tomorrow right. you know it, it's very quick to to make this day happen um so one way is we're doing the roundup process uh but we're also uh, connecting a link as well. If you want to donate directly to UNICEF, you can go onto their website and it has the, the Lebanon, the Lebanon explosion fund. You're able to donate any monetary amount to that fund as well. So anyone, even in two weeks, you can go and you can donate, you know, $5 or, or whatever you like. Yeah. So I think we're just doing our part as well to kind of raise awareness to, mm -hmm. to our community here in Raleigh and in Cary. Yeah. So, um, what about COVID? You know, I know a lot of people are not like limited. They're limited to where they can go. So is that still apply when you go to pick up your order, like curbside orders? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. So um, tell me a little bit more about your restaurant, because I've been there, but I know the viewers, some of the viewers have not. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. If you get a chance to go, go. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, we so Mediterranean food, um, there's a large variety of Mediterranean food. And you'll see that when you walk into Sasul. We have our roots in Lebanese cuisine, um, but ultimately we offer a lot of fresh, healthy, um, freshly made salads. We do like the Lebanese dips, hummus, baba ganoush, tzatziki, labna. We have our cilantro jalapeno hummus. Um, and we also have a hot case. And so if you can imagine coming through the line, like at a deli counter, uh, you can always, it, you know, it's very common to pick three or four items that go onto your lunch or dinner plate. Um, to go is half of our business as well. Like people taking to go. So we have to go boxes. We always ask for here to go. Um, and then if you are not looking to get only from the salad case, uh, we have grilled items. So we have plenty of, we have four kinds of kebabs. We have shawarma, we have falafel. Um, I love, I love our menu because it's very, uh, it's very versatile as far as, uh, diets and, uh, eating, you know, the way people eat. We have over 90% of our menu is vegan, um, and gluten-free and it's not even by us trying. It's just yeah. the nature of, you know, composing the, the really healthy salads. We try and focus on the quality of the foods that we use as well. Like we get our produce from the farmer's market. We get the produce delivered every day from the farmer's market. And then we break it down by hand. Um, you know, we have a huge staff that, that helps us with this process. But, you know, the olive oils, the vinegars, everything that we use, we make sure that it's, you know, good quality. You're not going to come in and see anything really being microwaved or anything out of cans. Um, you know, we just try and make everything fresh even though we do only charge $10 a plate, basically. Mm -hmm. 
I love how you say you get your produce from farmers markets because it's supporting local farmers, and I'm super big on that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have like one of the biggest farmers market, you know, six miles away downtown. So both both our Raleigh and Cary locations really enjoy um, enjoy creating that relationship with the the local vendors at the farmers market. We've been using one of these vendors for probably 10 years now my dad yeah, goes and visits him every friday he brings him dinner uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like friends um but yeah i mean it it feels good being able to see like the raw vegetables come in instead of getting them pre-cut or yeah. already processed yeah full um, of preservatives and I yeah mean, it really changes how the food tastes you know right one big thing we saw when we were in lebanon is the the very raw nature of them going out to their garden, getting the vegetables from their garden, coming in and making yeah. making the the meal from these this fresh produce. And so we have, you know, we have a mint garden, we have a small garden with a few other uh, produce that we that help us supplement what we need at the restaurant. But ultimately, we feel like the farmers market is probably going to be as close as we can get to that same yeah. the same process of um, bringing in very fresh um closely grown vegetables so that we can we can prepare it right away and we're we're mixing salads all day long about every 30 minutes a salad um each individual salad gets remade yeah. so it's, it's super super fresh uh the kind of food you can eat every single day and, and not get tired of it well do you have family packs like if somebody's coming in and wanting to get dinner for their whole family do you have a special like that or no yeah, we have a family meal package. Um, it's $39.99 and it feeds four people. Uh, you get to basically choose an entree, a starch, a salad, and a dip um, and kind of customize it to your family's taste. Uh, but I mean, we, we have deli containers available in half pound, one pound, and two pound sizes. So even if you don't go with that family package, you're able to come in and buy stuff in bulk. Mm -hmm. That will help a lot more for the proceeds like if people don't want to cook dinner yeah. or lunch for their family definitely you yeah we get a lot of people that come in on the weekend and they will stock up their fridge with with fresh salads so that they can go to you know the pool and they have a lunch that they can bring or we have people that do meal prep and yeah. they'll come here and buy small containers for every day and you know it, it kind of uh we we like to be available for people's lifestyle. Right. And so being able to either get small containers for just the one or two of you at home um, or the large quart size container for your whole family, um, it, it really helps to to be there for the community, you know, in whatever way that they need. I love that. I also love how you said that your salads are being made fresh daily. You're, you won't see any wilted lettuce in your salads. Right. Yeah, if, it, if, it, if we see anything wilted, it goes directly into the trash. <laughs> That's kind of like a, a deal breaker for us. Yeah, I mean, we try and, you know, stop that as much as possible. Yeah. But uh, we're definitely not throwing like a bunch of stuff away because we, you know, been we've been doing this for so long that we, you know, when we know when to make the salads, we know, right, you know, when to mix it. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, fairly small batches for everything that exactly. we do. And that really helps with keeping the everything the inventory fresh. low and yeah. Um, yeah, keeping everything very fresh. Now let's talk about, did your dad originally start the restaurant and then you guys just kind of fell into it or did you start with your dad? We started with our dad. So it was it was really cool because my dad um, with his brothers, they founded Neomond mm -hmm. in 1978, I believe. 
Um, and when Noel, Noel and I graduated college in 2011, I think, right? Yeah. Um, and so my dad, um, was like, you know, I want to create something with my girls. They both have graduated in business. They both love the restaurant. We've worked together for many years, you know, us working part-time we at Neomond. At Neomond. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, we decided to create a company with the three of us, as well as my mom. Uh, so it's really a foursome of us. Um, and my dad, you know, he's the ultimate owner. Mm-hmm. We run the locations. My mom handles all the financials in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like the reason we're both at the carry location is because we just had a family meeting. We have a meeting every week to make sure we're all on the same page. Um, but yeah, since 2011, it's kind of been a, a learning experience, you know, from him running the show um, at his own company and then creating a new company. And we've been able to really, uh, influence a lot that has, uh, has made the company evolve. So it's been very, very cool. It's gotta be hard though, sometimes working with family because you can't separate family and business sometimes, or are you guys found a good match for that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely stressful at times, but I think any job is, you know, the great thing about us is all four of us, our strengths are very different. Mm -hmm. So recognizing that we, we play to each other's strengths rather than like having ego or jealousy. It's just like, you know, well, Simone is better at marketing and catering. So that's what she really spearheads. You know, my mom is in charge of the financials. My dad holds the standard. I'm, uh, I basically manage the employees at both locations, mostly the Raleigh location, but manage the managers because that's my strength is managing people. And Mm -hmm. so when we all come together, it's, you know, four unique perspectives and we, we give each other a lot of respect and we, we love each other so much that, you know, there are definitely times where it is stressful and, you know, or we get upset with each other, but most of the time it, it's amazing. Yeah. And even the, I mean, truthfully, we can say like probably the first three years was a big learning experience. You know, we were trying to figure out, we were trying to figure out our strengths. We were trying to figure out how does that work for the benefit of the company and um, being able all to, because we're all very hard workers. So if you can imagine, we all want to pull our own weight. We want to prove ourselves, and being able to respect the same space as everyone else. And so it was like a balancing act, but I, I mean, I would say by 2014, we were in a very good rhythm. And now, I mean, Noel's right. The, the love and respect we have for everybody really helps us be able to listen and at least hear the other one's perspective. Yeah, we try and, and put that first. Yeah. That is so cool because, you know, most of the time if you work with family, there's tend to be arguments and hard feelings and maybe. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we've heard the horror stories. Yeah. It's, so family business is definitely something very different. Yeah. So what do you attribute to the success of Sassoul then? What do you attribute to it for this success? For me, I would say the success of Sasul is being able to offer a very um, a very versatile menu for the everyday lifestyle. So, yes, it helps that we try to treat all of our customers like family, um, but that really helps with like our loyal customers because they know us. Um, but we get new customers every day. So I would I would say that ultimately being able to offer that huge variety keeping it fresh all the time. Um, we have customers that come in every single day for lunch because, you know, they can count on it being healthy. They can count on it being fresh, reasonably priced, and it's always consistent. 
and whether you find your favorites or you're someone that likes to change things up, you know, and have a little bit adventure in your in your food habits, um, we we have the solution for that. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't know. What what do you think? Yeah, no, I think I think a lot of what you said is absolutely true. You know, we. We make ourselves available to fit people's lives. We offer, you know, you can just come and have a meal or you can take a large amount to go. We do catering and we put a huge focus on quality and freshness. Um, we, like Simone mentioned earlier, we fit every single diet. If you're on keto, you can come eat here. Paleo, vegan, gluten-free, it doesn't matter. We can feed you. And that is really great, especially when you are trying to feed a family where people may have different tastes. Or, yeah, you know, I mean, we have... We have seven people in our household. Obviously, we have our own houses now. But growing up, if you can imagine, I mean, there's five kids at the table. And my mom is having the the biggest <laughs> challenge of her life trying to make us all eat. Right. You know, because kids are very picky. Mm-hmm. But um, lots of times, my dad would bring food home from Neomond at the time. Now we can, uh, you know, reference Sasul. But having all of those options um, where, you know, maybe my brother loves the hummus and pita and he'll eat Lebanese spaghetti, but we're, we're big on the salads, salads. and the kebabs. And right. when you come here, you can mix and match what you like. You can get the quantities that you want. Um, and it, it's, uh, it's, we try to be the, the, the people that can feed the community. Yeah. We want to be the solution and we, yeah. we listen to our customers. Like if somebody, um, emails us through the website or they contact us through like Facebook messenger or whatever, like we respond to every single person and we really mm-hmm. take it to heart what they say. You yeah. Know? And it's us responding. It's, yeah. it's not a third party. It's not a communications company. Um, we do a lot of things very much in house. Yeah. Um, and even like our catering, you know, we, we do a lot of weddings, not right now, but, um, <laughs> a lot, you know, in the, in the past years. And, um, for me, it's like, it's a very special thing creating a relationship between a an engaged couple and even their family. I invite their their parents to come to the wedding tasting, um, and we just see exactly what they like because it's not about my vision for their wedding. It's a or even just large event. It doesn't have to be a wedding. It's it's about what they want out of it and what are their foods that they love and the foods that they want to share with their guests. And it's very personal for us in everything that we do. Um, to make sure that our customers know we're here for them. So how has COVID made you pivot your business? Because for a while there, you guys are, once you shut down or no, you're just offering shutdown for time. We've been open the whole time. We've never, you know, we never had to shut down or take a break or anything like that. Um, we, we, yeah, we just, you know, kind of take it day by day and adjust as things happen, you know, in Raleigh, at the Raleigh location, you know, when there was all a lot of rioting going downtown, they had the curfew for Raleigh. So there was, we had to kind of readjust last minute and close early and yeah, it's roll just, with the punches, roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah. We did one thing we did do. Um, so it definitely helped the fact that we already had takeout as a big part of our company or our, like our concept. I know many restaurants had struggled, you know, if they were strictly sit down. Yeah, finding Um, the packaging, like last minute. Right, because packaging, as we know, actually became very scarce. And we, you know, we can't bring in new packaging right now. Um, But one thing that we did do is we made our online ordering system much more robust. We put pictures on it um, and we kind of prepared for, okay, this is going to be a long term thing. Let's make it so that we shine as far as when new people come in and they want to order, you know, from their their phone or the computer, mm-hmm. they want to order online. Um, 
of course we adapted, we made curbside delivery um, and, and just trying to continue to clean the place and make sure our employees respect um, social distancing and making sure the customers can still feel safe and comfortable because ultimately, you know, we want to continue to give uh, customers that confidence that they can come in, that the food is healthy, that this is good for you food. And during a time when you're trying to keep your health, you know, in tip top shape, no matter what, um, we want it to be the answer. So how do you affect your employees? Did you have to lay off employees or were you able to keep the majority of your staff on staff or? We were, able, we've been able to keep everybody on staff um, in, in the beginning, like in March when things first started happening, um, we did have to cut people's hours uh, because the business really went like very way south. down yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Um, but you know, that was only for a couple weeks. And then uh, the our customer base started coming back and realizing that mm -hmm. we do have curbside, we have takeout, we have online ordering, we have DoorDash, Takeout Central, all these right. different options for them. And so now, I mean, business is not where it was maybe in like August of last year, but it, it's almost there. I mean, we're, we're doing good. We're steady. Yeah, we're steady. Yeah. We're maintaining. Yeah. So we, we have the same staff that we had uh, back in March. They have their hours back. Yeah. Um, we do still try to run pretty tight because some days can be extremely slow. Yeah. Um, some days can be really busy. So being able to communicate with our employees and kind of knowing who can be somewhat on call um, if we need them and um, yeah. knowing the employees that live close by that we can call right. if we need them has been very handy. Um, and then trying to create a schedule where the, the moms that are supporting their family, right. you know, uh, because we, we do have a lot of moms that they are they are the people bringing in the money for for their family. So we try to give the people who are the main support system of their family the most hours. Yeah, we definitely like when we did have to cut hours back in March. We definitely definitely prioritize the people that had families yeah. over. Like we have a lot of high school kids working for us, and you know most of them they don't really need the paycheck. So they were happy to kind of take a little vacation for a while until things picked back up. Yeah. Yeah, because they had vacation from all responsibility. School. <laughs> exactly. I know. Our, our brother's in high school. He's been on summer break for like seven months now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before we get off, remind us again, tell us again what you guys are doing for the uh, victims of Beirut, for the everybody sure. else. So tomorrow, Friday the 14th, we are donating a portion of sales um, to UNICEF, their uh, Lebanon Relief Fund. Uh, so if you come tomorrow and get a meal or take to go, um, a portion of that will be donated to them. Um, and then we are also asking customers uh, starting yesterday if they'd like to round up their total. So say they are like paying $14.98, do they want to donate the additional two cents to the Lebanon Relief Fund? And um, we're going to be doing that for the next couple weeks at least. Yeah. And of course, if you can't come in tomorrow, but you feel compelled to donate, everything counts. And you can go on our, our Instagram and our Facebook. We have links to the direct UNICEF uh, Lebanon Relief Fund site where you can hit donate now and you can donate any monetary amount, $1, $2, a hundred dollars, you know, whatever. whatever, whatever you feel compelled to do, everything really, really helps. Is that the justgiving.com one? Um, excuse me. No, it's, uh, 
we updated the the link so it's it's now on the instagram it's unicef uh slash i'm not sure exactly what the what the whole hyperlink is um but yeah it's it's both on our our instagram and our facebook and i'm sure rounding up will help with the coins shortage as well right oh yeah oh, yeah <laughs> absolutely i mean I don't mind doing a, a flat, you know, 16 bucks or flat $10, whatever it is. It, I kind of like it better than the change. <laughs> yeah, that's one less thing you've got to worry about if you just round it up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it easier when you're doing all your accounting on your, on your bank account. Yeah, that's true. I want to thank Simone and Noel for being here today. And I want to thank you for what you're doing. And I'm actually going to get off and donate once because I can't go to Cecil because I'm an hour away. I would drive up there if my husband would, would go. Maybe maybe Saturday we might go up there and get some food. But um, thank, well, thank also. you. So thank you so much for having us on and for allowing us to talk. And um, really, that everything everything helps as far as spreading awareness and helping those in need that that really are hurting right now. And uh, we really appreciate you. All right. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Bye. Wow, I really enjoyed talking with Simone and um, Noelle. Simone is actually a person that I have highlighted in my Women in Business series on the blog, Adventures of Frugal Mom. I love that they are giving back to a community that they feel such a strong tie to. If you're in the Raleigh, North Carolina area, um, in the Cary location or the Raleigh location, and I will put them in the show notes. Please consider going by tomorrow to Cecil Cafe because they're donating part, a portion of their profits to help the victims of the Beirut explosion. If not, if you're not able to go tomorrow for the next month or so, they're actually rounding up to the nearest dollar. So even if it's a few pennies, like four cents or 20 cents, please consider doing that. And will also help with the change shortage in the United States. I really think it's important that we all get behind and we all start supporting causes that are not just about ourselves, but in other countries, other places, because people are hurting right now. And I did what I said I would do right after I got off the interview with Simone and Noel. I went to UNICEF and I donated some money. It may not be a lot, but like they say, a little bit goes a long way and you feel like you've actually done something to help the cause. Now remember, I have turned these chats from the blog cabin into not only this podcast, but also first they start out as Facebook Lives, and I even put the interviews on YouTube, and actually this interview is actually on YouTube right now. So if you want to see the faces behind the voices, then you check those out. Thank you for being part of the Chats from the Blog Cabin podcast and family. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to leave a rating or review. And if you are inclined, please consider donating. And if you're in the Raleigh, North Carolina area and you're looking to feed your family for the next month or so, consider going by Cecil Cafe and order. I'm telling you, the cilantro jalapeno hummus is the bomb. It is amazing. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. And remember, keep chatting. Hey y'all, if you know me in real life, you know that what you see is what you get. I'm pretty authentic. But you'll also hear me say how much I love supporting worthwhile causes and people. I feel like support, that's basically where you put your money, is the most powerful tool that the internet has to offer. 
and it gives you a voice to your dollars. The cool folks at Anchor have made a way for you to support your favorite podcasts, such as Chats from the Blog Cabin. If you're in the U.S., you can visit my podcast profile on desktop or mobile browser to give a little monetary support each month, whatever you can afford, basically. If you do want to donate, it will be greatly appreciated. So go to my page, Chats from the Blog Cabin. You can find my page at anchor.fm backslash Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'll do my best to pay it forward through content and giving back.